0: going on out there all you blitzers welcome to a new all-out blitz podcast with jeff and brady and we are back here to talk the end of week 15 a week 15 review uh hopefully all had a great weekend watching some foosball just like we did yeah uh let's kick it off man Uh, with a little bit of uh brady's fun facts of the
1: nfl here yeah yeah now, for this one, there's going to be a theme to it. And since the Pro Bowl players just got selected a few, like a day or two ago, it's going to be Pro Bowl themed.
0: Fantastic. Looking forward to it. Let's do it.
1: Number one. Um, and we actually, we uh, I discussed this with you earlier. And um, this is just the one that I found out. Evan Ingram should not have been selected for the tight end of the NFC. It should have been um, Robert Tanyan because Robert Tanya, he only got like twenty one less yards than Evan Ingram did, but got more touchdowns.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of talk around that. There are a lot of people. I mean, I, I don't want to ever just say <laughs> you were terrible. You shouldn't be in the pro Bowl. Yeah. Uh, Evan Evan Ingram is a, is a fantastic tight end. Yeah. Um, now I agree though. Honestly, I, I think you know Robert Tanya. Nobody knew who he was. Evan Ingram has been a he's been a name ever since he came to the league. Tanya has not, and he kind of. Came onto the scene here this year with the Packers and uh, really became a key piece of that offense. I I definitely think he should have made it for sure.
1: Yeah. Number two, the NFC has won the most games overall with 36 wins.
0: Pro Bowl games. Yeah. And I really wish the Pro Bowl was exciting. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) It's really not. It's like a flag football game.
0: Exactly. Continue.
1: Number three, the highest Pro Bowl score was fifty-five to fifty-two, and the NFC won that.
0: That's pretty awesome. That's like that. Uh, what was it? That Chiefs Rams game a couple years ago, the ketchup and mustard game. I think it was Monday Night Football. <laughs> awesome. Dude, it was always such, such a great game.
1: It was. It was with like like fifty points and whatnot. Yeah, that was pretty good. Number four, the most points scored in the Pro Bowl is sixty. Was sixty-two, and the lowest scored was three.
0: Free. That must have been when the Pro Bowl used to be competitive.
1: That was back in like the nineteen eighties, and that was yeah, like the AFC.
0: I believe it. Yeah, ever. I mean, late nineties, well, especially two thousands. I'd say this has just been. I don't know. It's been a. It's been a ridiculous game. They took away all the. uh All the fun contests, they they started putting a couple more back in, like weird ones, like the drone drop and those kinds of things. But when they used to have like the quarterback club and those kinds of fun things going on, that's when the Pro Bowl was exciting. These games now are are really just kind
1: of a showboat in time for fun. Just to like prove like popular players that didn't get invited to the playoffs. Pretty much, because
0: there are a lot, well, there are a lot of, well, to the Super Bowl, but there's a lot of players that, I mean, they really did make it because of their name. And they uh, which is sad because there's a lot of really, really great players out there that they don't get that due. And you know, for us fans, I think the Pro Bowl's garbage. I mean, to these players though, it means a lot. Not it just does. because you know they get selected and they get chosen, but it, typically in most contracts, <laughs> players that get selected to the Pro Bowl get a get a nice fat check, an additional check that they weren't counting on at the beginning of the year. Yeah. So
1: number five, Bo Jackson scored the most points in the Pro Bowl. Bo. I never found I never found out what those points work. I did a little research and I never found it. I love Bo. Bo Jackson, such awesome. a great running back. Those were my five random NFL Facts Pro Bowl themed.
0: Awesome, man. Yeah. Sweet. Bo Jackson's my running back in Madden Mobile right now. Is he? Yes.
1: Would you say Madden Mobile is better than the regular Madden?
0: Uh, they both suck. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. <I'm laughs> just, hashtag I'm truth. Just, I'm just in a league with with some with some people, so uh that's what makes Madden Mobile fun for me is, you know, yeah. just talking and stuff in the background and then just having some fun playing. But
1: Yeah. Now on to the Week 15 review.
0: Week 15, man. I'll tell you what. These were some games. There – it started – I mean, we had Thursday football. We had Saturday football. We had Sunday football. We had Monday football. There were some games this week that that really blew me away, and, and that's in a, in a good way, honestly. I mean, there were, there were tight games – there were surprises left and right and every other direction. Uh, it all started a fantastic week of football Thursday, last Thursday.
1: December 17th, final. In overtime, the Chargers took on the Raiders. The Chargers win 30 to 27. All because
0: my boy Herbie dove into the end zone and put the ball over the line to finish off this game. Um, it, was, it was pretty fantastic. To be honest with you, it was a really, really tight game the entire way. Um, yeah. Herbert showed why he deserves to be in that uh, offensive rookie of the year category. Just when the team needed it most, he put a drive on board, got him into overtime uh, with that uh with that dive into the end zone. And then, of course, thankfully, you know, thankfully Badgley kicked the game winning field goal in OT. Yep. Knocked the Raiders out. Uh, but that was a tremendous game to start Thursday, or to, to start Week 15 on Thursday yeah.
1: night. Now on to the Saturday games.
0: So let's let's kick this one off. The first Saturday game, uh, let's talk about, was the Buffalo Bills. And I know we're not going in any order here, but the Buffalo Bills, let's talk about this game first, took on the Denver Broncos. And at first I thought this game was going to be a little tighter just because of how Denver was playing. But then my boy, MV, league MVP, I don't care. Come MVP at me, Aaron Rodgers. I don't care. Anybody else? MVP Allen took his team on his shoulders and beat crushed the broncos 48 19
1: i think it's seriously not fair to the rest of the nfl that someone that big can run that fast
0: dude what was it he ran for a 20 20 or 30 some yarder right up the gut through denver's defense for a touchdown yeah you're right he can he can absolutely move for a big fella and he's got a rocket cannon i saw him.
1: last last year he like hurdled someone too oh he did yeah, awesome.
0: he he's, he's an unbelievable football player, and uh, he's so much fun to watch. One of my favorite non-Falcon players uh, to really watch week in and week out, and honestly, there's really nobody better to lead the Buffalo Bills and that Bills Mafia up there. Oh,
1: and uh, by the way, we never talked about what the score was. The Bills won 48-19. to 19. I said that. Yeah, I don't think you did. I did. I don't think so. I
0: said I said they crushed the Broncos 48-19. I don't think so. Man, you got to— It's in the afternoon, buddy. you got to wake up.
1: I am waking up. (laughs) I did a few minutes ago, but still.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Uh, No, anyway. um, Such a tremendous game by Josh Allen. Stephon Diggs, dude, just showing up. I mean, his first year playing for Buffalo, and there is not a better place, I don't think, for him or a better quarterback for him than Josh Allen. You could just see the respect they have for each other.
1: Could you imagine if the Bills were an NFC team? Super Bowl 50 Super Bowl 55 Chiefs Bills it's such a great Super Bowl.
0: You know, honestly, I think we're going to see that game for the AFC Championship to see who goes, who goes to the Super Bowl.
1: That's going to that's going to be a good game. That's going to be a tremendous that's gonna game. That's going to be a great the game. Homes game against
0: Allen. I I can watch that every week.
1: Yeah, on repeat.
0: Uh next game was another it was a Saturday night game. Let's cover the night game. Let's jump around a little bit where the Carolina Panthers took on the Green Bay Packers and the Packers won this 24 to 16.
1: Now I think everyone listen to this. The Packers were beating the Panthers by halftime, like 20, uh, 21 to three. The Panthers came back and scored up to like 16 points. And the Packers only scored like a field goal.
0: Yeah, the Panthers really brought it on after halftime. I don't know what was going on before, (laughs) to be honest with you. But, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers at the end of the game said he was upset by how the team played yeah you just want a football game in december dude let's just relax first of all and that's no no pun on aaron Rodgers' relax statement from a couple of years ago but i mean aaron jones is putting up points you got Devonte adams and literally between adams jones and Tanyan, if you want to put him in there they're the only weapons you really got they are valdez scantling and lazard and they're great complimentary guys but they're not your weapons they're not and that defense, honestly, isn't all that tremendous. So I think the Packers are in good shape. I, I think Rodgers is having an amazing year. And I know there's all these talks about, like I said just a minute ago, is between Mahomes and Rodgers, you know, oh, they're the MVPs. Dude, look at what Josh Allen is doing with the Bills. And I'll plug this yeah. all day, every day. We know who Aaron Rodgers is. We know who Patrick Mahomes is. Look look at the, the progress that Josh Allen has made yeah. from – Year one to year two to year three. It's just, it's its unbelievable yeah. what he's doing here. But the Green Bay Packers, either way, get a win at home against the struggling Carolina Panthers. They said Christian McCaffrey, there's potential he'll play this week. I, I just, I'm pretty again, sure again they're just helpful,
1: actually. There's just no point. I know. They should, they should, they should just like bench him the rest of the season.
0: But just let him sit out. I mean, just, they're not fighting for anything. They're not playing for, they're already out. There, there's no yeah. way they're getting in. Let's
1: just uh let's just let the guy heal and then let's move on for next year. Yeah. Now on thing. to the Sunday games. First game. Niners took on the Cowboys. Cowboys won forty one, two, thirty-three. Um CeeDee Lamb, the second person this year to get an onside kick recovery for a touchdown. Yeah,
0: it was pretty awesome. That was awesome. This was a pretty good game. It's a lot more points scored in this football game than I thought. Dallas showed a little bit of life for the first time all year, which is interesting. Yeah, um, yeah, hey, it was kind of funny. I mean, when you look at that, right? I mean, we'll talk about that play and then move on to the last game, but or the next game. But the um, the onside kick, there were talks with Mike McCarthy afterwards, head coach, of course, and C.D. Lamb, and, and McCarthy, I guess, was a little upset that he just didn't fall down. Oh, and uh, which doesn't make any sense to me because we yeah. you know when you were watching that game. He jumped, got that kick cuz it was perfectly placed right to him. Mm-hmm. It looked like he was just going to fall down, but then he saw that wide open gap and he just turned the jets on and, and took off. But Yeah,
1: like if you watched yeah, like you said, like if you watched it a little slower, you could see him kind of like hesitate before he started running.
0: Exactly. And, and McCarthy was just like, "Oh, that's that's a rookie thing, you know, you should just fall." I'm sorry, but yeah. you can you can fall when you're up. What was it? 34-33? Think so maybe. You're up by one point, okay? And you fall on it. There's still a cha- there's still a chance, and it's very slim. You fumble a snap when you're just going to take a knee. Yeah, he had a clear open lane to put six more points on the board to guarantee the win. Yeah, and you're saying you should have fell on it. I, I that's perso- weird, man. I personally would have said he should have just kept going. They they were up by eight points. Right, they won by eight points. They yeah. pretty much guaranteed them the victory because I think there was only what 15 seconds left or something.
1: There was only like maybe like 20 seconds at it, most. Not
0: much at all. So he 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 definitely put the win up there and, and took all doubt out of that. Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't. It's a good win for the Cowboys. I mean, it keeps them in the NFC East race, right? The, the five division. wins. So we'll see there. But uh, let's let's jump into the next game. The next game was also a Sunday, one o'clock game. Let's talk about Houston Texans at the Indianapolis Colts, where the Colts get a win, twenty-seven to twenty. Um, the Colts just they keep piling W's right now. Yeah, they are in such a good spot here, mid to end Dece- December to move towards the playoffs. They are right in that playoff hunt. Um, AFC is tough, man. When you think of when you think of the uh the Colts, you think of the Dolphins, you think of the Bills, you think of the Chiefs. Um, I mean if you want to talk Stillers, we'll talk Stillers, but I don't want to. Um yeah. that's that's a tremendous amount of just fantastic football teams. Yeah. And it's gonna make for the playoffs very, very interesting when they start have to when they have to start battling each other. You
1: know what's weird? Yo. Is that like ever since Fuller got suspended, the Texans really have like nothing going for them? It's pretty rough. And somehow, like a team like the Colts only wins by a touchdown and a field goal. Yeah. That's like. They play tough. You know, I mean, like the Colts, they're a great team, but I just don't see how they only won by seven. They should have won by like 20.
0: Well, you know, here's the thing, right? The Texans, they haven't shown that they have a whole lot this year, but there's also not a lot of change from what they did last year, which they were a deep playoff contender last year. They were. Um, You know, of course, missing some pieces like D-hop and things like that. And you had Fuller, which was balling out, and they were playing well, but they were still losing even with him. Yeah. So they can battle with anybody. They just can't seem to pull out Ws right now, especially the way the Colts are playing football. Philly Rivers, again, protecting the ball, playing absolutely amazing right now this year. Yeah. Uh, Started out a little rocky, but definitely coming on uh, towards the end of the season here when you need it most. Yeah. Um, Next game, let's talk about the Detroit Lions at the Tennessee Titans. And the Titans, high, higher scoring game than I thought between these two lately. But the Titans get a big, big win here, 46-25. Yeah.
1: Nothing really um, much to say about that. No, I, I mean, dump,
0: dump Truck ran like crazy. Yeah. A.J. Brown balled out again. Corey Davis played really well. Tannehill, dude, is, is, uh, he, you know, uh, t- between, there's a couple of teams and quarterbacks Right, that are that are that are just made in heaven for each other, you know. Yeah, I don't I don't think there's a better connection between Ryan Tannehill, the Tennessee Titans, and Mike Vrabel. I, I don't think Tannehill could have got into a better spot if he paid him. You know, if he paid to be in the best spot possible, I don't think it would be as good as what he has with Tennessee. He is the perfect quarterback for this system and this scheme to make sure the Titans protect the football. And win football games.
1: I wonder who the Titans QB would be if um, Tannehill stayed a wide receiver. Because Tannehill was a wide
0: receiver in college. He did. He did. But don't forget, Tannehill was also a QB for the Dolphins a couple years ago. That's true. And uh, let's also not forget, because we didn't talk about this in the first game, but let's not forget, the Titans' starting quarterback for the last couple of years, with the exception of last year, was Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota had to come in for Derek Carr Monday or Thursday night with the Raiders against the Chargers. He might be playing Derek Carr right out of a position up there in Las Vegas.
1: Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Mariota played
0: fantastic football. Bro, Mariota went
1: off on that Chargers defense. He had a great, great game. He threw like about maybe like four or like three to like six bombs down the field that are like more than like 15 yards. He's a a
0: great, he's a very good quarterback too, but he was was the Titans quarterback at one point. The starter, you were building around him and then between injuries and then how Tannehill
1: started playing, he became expendable. He t- he took off like maybe like three times for more than like five yards or ten yeah, yards maybe.
0: He's definitely got some.
1: Uh, he went absolutely off on that. He's definitely got uh,
0: some wheels on him, which, uh, like I said, I think yeah, if he can play like that, he could play Derek Carr right out of the position there. Absolutely. Uh, Next game. Big win by the Titans though. That keeps yeah. them in the hunt for the playoffs still. Next game. Next game is disappointing, and we're just going to talk about it quickly. Tampa Bay took on Atlanta. Tampa Bay won this 31-27 with the help from the referees and a bad defense. Uh, Atlanta was crushing Tampa. They were crushing. And Tom Brady and the Bucs come trouncing back. Referees helped at the end of the game, kind of put the nail in the coffin, if you will. So that's why I'm not going to spend too much time about it. If you think I'm a Falcons fan that's just angry because my team lost, honestly, my take on it: how about it be, man? Let's go for the highest draft pick we can get. Lose the rest of the way. I don't yeah. care. I'm fine with it. If you want to give me the number three pick in the draft, I'll Batsy, take it. I remember
1: it. you saying, like, I remember you saying we were talking about this before, and you said that we could get up to like the third pick in the draft. Which give me is, it. which is literally like almost anybody. I'll take it.
0: I'll take the third pick right now. I can care less. Lose the rest of the games. Lose against the Chiefs. Lose against the Bucks again. Let's call it a year because they the year's won't. already over. You got no are. coaches. Team, you know, it's a team can't do anything. Who cares? But, uh, you know, either way, it's just how it goes. It's just, it was plain as, plain as day. Check out YouTube. Check out videos. You can see the referee move the ball. So it's a first down for Tampa Bay instead of a fourth and one, fourth and two. And uh, it's just pathetic from the yeah. uh, the NFL referees this year. They've been terrible. Um, but the Bucks win 31-27, get a last second win here. I'll be honest with you. I think they're going to beat them that last game of the year. Yeah, I think Atlanta's going to win that football game Uh, just because I think we're going to come out with with a little bit more of a vengeance to finish off the season with a W, Uh, especially for how this one ended up. So uh, next game was a was a good one here uh, for Baltimore. Baltimore Ravens took on the Jags and the Ravens won this 40 to 14. Destroyed
1: the Jaguars
0: 40 to 14. Lamar looked like Lamar. The regular Lamar, plain at, and simple. I mean, he the was early twenty twenty Lamar. He was tossing a ball great. He was running. He was maneuvering. He was having fun. That defense showed up. Now it was just against the Jags, right? But that's true. Um, it was a full team win. They played fantastic football, and the Ravens were able to keep their playoff hunt alive because any win at this point with that tough AFC, uh, especially the AFC North, with with uh, the Brownies and the Steelers. They got to win out. The Ravens need to win every single football game. Yeah. Um, Next game, the New England Patriots were in Miami taking on the Dolphins, and the Dolphins get the win 22-12 to and also knock the Patriots out of any possibility of making it to playoffs. So their season after week 17 is kaput.
1: Man, you know what's weird? Last year, they make it to, like, the wild card, and now this year they're not even going to make it to the playoffs.
0: Yeah. Dolphins playing great football.
1: I think, do you agree with me on this, that people give Cam Newton like way too much respect to what he actually deserves? Well, I think it's
0: funny. I, I think they give him the benefit of the doubt, right? And 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 there's a more, I don't know I don't know what it is, but you know that year they went to the Super Bowl against Denver and they lost. He was league MVP, right? So he was. They think of Superman Cam, you know, where yeah. uh, he played amazing and he has all his talent in the world. He's such a big guy. He's practically a running back, a linebacker. just some monster quarterback, right, with a cannon of an arm. And uh, they give him the benefit of the doubt because he's a former league MVP. But what I think is Mm -hmm. funny is Matt Ryan was also a former league MVP. Better stats. Cam Newton can't freaking clean Matt Ryan's cleats. And Matt Ryan gets tossed in a dumpster week in and week out because the defense is garbage and the coaches are terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of a weird situation. I do think he gets more respect than what's what's there. I mean, I think all players in the NFL deserve respect. I think Cam Newton is extremely overrated in the fact that, yeah, he had a couple of good years. He had that one league MVP. But let's be honest, when you want to compare stats, he hasn't really done much in a very long time. No. And when you're playing a team like the Dolphins with an aggressive defense... You're not coming out with a win. No. Plain and simple. And I mean, that Dolphins defense again was all over the place, caught yeah. just disrupting everything you wanted to potentially do. Yeah. And he had nothing for him. Oh. I fully expect the Patriots to draft in the first round a QB. Yeah. They
1: should take it. And that QB. sounds
0: weird because they just don't do that. No, they don't. Uh, but I think I think if somebody's available for when they're able to they're able to make a pick, I think they'll they'll definitely pull the trigger. But the Dolphins, again, keeping themselves in the playoffs yeah. with the big W here. Uh next game was uh oh boy, that was tough. Chicago Bears took on the Minnesota Vikings and the Bears won this 33 27. It was a tremendous football game. It was. Um Bears somehow pull out a victory here. I did not expect it. You know, their, their records show them evenly matched. Uh, I just, there's something up with the Vikings this year, man. And, you know, I, I keep on him because I like a couple of the guys there, like Jefferson, of course, and Dalvin and Kirk Cousins. I'm a fan of those guys. And yeah. I just, I have more faith in them over the Bears. But, dude, when Foles went down and Mitchell had to step back in, he's playing like he did his rookie year to show why he has a starting job. Yeah. Mitchell Trubisky. The last couple of weeks when he's been starting has been playing phenomenal quarterback football here with the Bears.
1: I think, I think Mitch needed to take like that superstar break after like, or like player break, you know, like after like some like players need because, you know, they see some players that they're, like, they're not doing well. Like, cause the first, like after like first, like two weeks or whatnot, he got like benched because he was just doing terrible. Um, So then Vols came in, but then once he came back, he was like, he's doing like, like you said, like Trubisky, like in his rookie year. I just, I I just don't know. I just 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 don't
0: know why he, like what hit him that bad where it took that much of a blow to his confidence level that made him that bad of a quarterback so quickly. I I just, I don't know if there's something going on, but it's just, it's weird that it happened that way. And then he got a little bit of a break and now he's back. And the Bears look like they're having fun out there. And I think Mitchell's Instead a much I think Mitchell's a much better match for Allen Robinson than what Foles is. Mm-hmm. Um but we'll see where they go from here. I don't know. I don't know if you know, if Matt Nagy keeps his job, I don't know if they stick with Mitchell, if they try to get somebody else or what the deal is. But uh we'll see. But the either way, the Bears get a win, the Vikings are in trouble. I mean, yeah. I, I think they're gonna have some some shake-up after this year. I don't know as far as what. I mean, you got Cousins tied up. Um, you got Justin Jefferson, rookie deal, all good. You got Thielen, he's fine. I think Kyle Rudolph, I don't think he's going to play for the Vikings again. I think he'll be let go. Um, I don't know. Our defense needs some work for sure. I mean, you got Dalvin Cook. I mean, yeah. You're on, you're on to the start there. I can I can definitely see the Vikings, depending on where they draft, get one of those top wide receivers to pair up there. Justin Jefferson one year. You know what I mean? And Thielen's great, but you need some weapons. They'll go after you need a tight some, end. Yeah, but they don't use tight ends too much. The Patriots don't go after QBs, but after this year they might. They might. You're right. Uh, next game was uh, interesting and disappointing, all in the same. But Seattle Seahawks took on the Washington football team, and the Seahawks barely got a win, twenty to fifteen. Man, did Washington still look good?
1: They're they're a great football team. They're getting there. They're they're the best football team. They are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Seattle clinched a playoff spot with this win. Um, but man, did Washington just look good? And and keep in mind here, they had to play with Dwayne Haskins. They did. Uh, Alex Smith, of course, was out with that calf strain. Dwayne Haskins was taking the ones today again, so I'm not sure what that means for Alex. Alex is sitting back there with the, with the scrub team. But uh, hopefully, they, they haven't counted Alex out for this coming weekend yet. And, no, uh, hope, they don't. Hopefully we get to see him again here soon because that team is different when it comes to uh, uh, having Alex Smith at the helm. But the best thing is
1: there. is that the football team is currently leading the NFC East played amazing. They've been playing great for the past month and a half. So their so the football team is actually like they potentially
0: getting into playoffs here.
1: They're in the playoffs right now actually.
0: Yeah, they got a key. I got a win though. They can't do that with Dwayne Haskins at quarterback, I don't think. Um I also think in this uh, we'll talk more about the draft and stuff later. Nine different episodes, not too much today, but I definitely think Washington is going to be going QB
1: as high as they can. I did, too. I might take Justin Fields if he's still available, which I don't, I don't think he's going to be. I, I,
0: he might be. He might drop a little bit, to be honest with you, in the draft. Um, I don't. And that would be, I mean, here's I the, see the
1: Giants taking Justin Fields, maybe. No, 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 no.
0: Justin Fields is either going to be going to— um, Jets? Uh, who was I thinking of? No. They're not going to take Justin Fields. They're going to take a QB. Maybe not. Uh, Justin Fields I can see fitting with Carolina. Yeah, really? With Matt Rule. And I don't I I know why he would do that. That's Teddy B. Yeah, but he's more of a bridge. He's not, he's not, a, he's not, well, not long long-term. Bridge water, so. Yeah, but his, his, his role is not long-term fix at quarterback for Matt Rule. I can see Justin Fields ending up with Washington too. I think that would be a good fit with Rivera. Maybe. Uh, but either way. Football team lost.
1: Seattle yeah, I don't
0: want uh, Yeah, unfortunate. Things. Let's talk about this next game here where the New York Jets yes! get their first win I'm of the so season. Happy. I don't know why I'm so happy. The Jets beat the Rams 23-20 to in an absolute shocker.
1: The Jets now have the
0: number two pick. Because they decided to win a football game, they just gave Trevor Lawrence to the Jacksonville Jaguars.
1: Goff, I feel like one of the main factors on why the— Rams lost because golf, he had a bad game. Yeah, but that Jets defense stood up and did something. I'm just, I'm just happy the Jets won. I don't know why. I, I don't understand. know
0: why you were so excited that day either that the Jets won because I fully expected. I mean, when you're this late, when you're in week 15, you're not trying to win for anything. Why are you trying to win a football game when you have the first pick and you have every single also, college player at your disposal?
1: Also, I don't know how you beat a team like. The Rams, yeah, which are in playoff contention. Yeah, I mean, you got got goff, cup, Donald, um, Robert Woods, Robert Woods, Jalen yeah. Ramsey, and Ramsey. I
0: mean, unbelievable, Anderson. that this team won, but the Jets get their
1: first win in week 15. The Jets said we are not going 0 16, we might go 1 15, we should just
0: go on 16, man. But now Jacksonville has the number one pick, and Jets are number two. You know, I was reading an article yesterday, and, and that's why I said you said about Jets taking Justin Field. It's definitely possible. I don't think Fields is going to be the second QB taken. I do. Uh, I think it's going to be uh, uh, potentially one of two other players. We'll talk about it in a different episode, though. But I think the Jets, I don't think they're giving up on – if if Adam Gase is still there, I don't think Adam Gase has given up on Sam Darnold yet.
1: I think the team's giving up on Adam Gase.
0: Yeah, well, it's up to the GM. The GM needs to get rid of them, and it doesn't look like that's happening anytime soon. Yeah, so they're so going to continue to lose games. If all those people are still there, I think Sam Darnold is still there, and I think they do not go quarterback <laughs> at number two, and they go wide receiver or line or something to, uh, to bolster up line. that offense. They should go line.
1: They also need a wide receiver. and uh, They really only have Jamison Crowder, and that's it.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, if you can grab Devontae Smith, yeah. Jamar Chase, Somebody like that, number yeah. two. I mean, take him number two. That's an amazing weapon for Darnold. Yeah. But the Jets get their first win.
1: did they have, like what, like four more games to talk about? Yes,
0: sir. Wow. Next game. It's kind of quick. Battle of the Birds. Philadelphia Eagles take on the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals get the win here, 33-26. But Jalen Hurts look good again.
1: I think Carson Wentz is definitely in jeopardy of his starting job. After. You know what I
0: think you know what I think, honestly, and, and I I'm gonna call this now. Okay. There's a lot of rumors out there about uh you know, with the Falcons when the new GM and coach comes in, Arthur Blank, the owner, is giving them full reign essentially, that if they want to move on from Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, they have Arthur Blank's blessing and people are talking about hey, maybe Kyle Shanahan will go and try to get Matt Ryan to bring him to San Francisco. Cause I mean, if you have him as that QB with the rest of that team, Niners would be ridiculously good. Uh, Cause Jimmy G is not their quarterback of the future, but I'm going to be honest with you here. I think Carson Wentz with the Niners, I think would be a fantastic match. I don't know. I think Wentz going to a team with weapons, with phenomenal coaching staff, and not and a, and a great defense when healthy and they're not all on IR. I think he would do very very well there. And that's going to be my hot take of the day is I think Carson Wentz is going to go to the Niners in the offseason.
1: I'm still one for two right now. I'm I got I'm one for one currently cuz I predicted Cam Newton was going to the Patriots. Yeah. I'm still saying OBJ is going to go to the Patriots.
0: Okay. We'll see what happens. Next game Next game was amazing. Kansas City Chiefs took on the New Orleans Saints, and the Saints did not, even though the score is extremely close, they didn't have a shot at all. The Chiefs won this game 32-29, to and they had it in hand from the very beginning.
1: Oh, by the way, we didn't talk about this yet, but the Packers now have the number one seed in the NFC playoffs. And They do, you are correct. Saints are 10-4, Packers are 11-3. and three.
0: You are correct. But the
1: Chiefs, again, playing
0: amazing football. The Saint, I mean, they made Drew Brees look like a rookie early on in this game. And, of course, towards second half, he came back on, uh, shaking a little of that rust off from being off for a month or so. Uh, Saints really, they just didn't have a shot here. Yeah. And uh, Chiefs, you know, of course, just Tyreek running all over the place. Mahomes hitting Kelsey, hitting him, hitting Hardman. Everybody was was all in on this game. Um Rookie Clyde edwards went out with an injury, so Le'Veon Bell started getting some more of the uh, more more carries and, and passes out of the backfield. So, look for him to ramp up here as they go into the playoffs. But another big win for the Chiefs to stay at the number one seed in the AFC.
1: Final game Sunday. Two more games. Oh well, for Sunday, Sunday night,
0: night or no? I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, it was a Sunday night game. Cleveland Browns take on or took on the New York Giants and Browns won. 20 to 6. It's a little weird because the Giants aren't really that great of a team and they only won but the Browns only won by 20. It's all right. It is pretty funny though that they probably held the Giants to two field goals. The Browns are kind of flirting with
0: the almost it could be by the end of the season depending on how the next two games play out first place in the AFC North. Yeah. They are only one game back at this point in time. Uh, so a huge win for the Browns as they're getting into the most crucial stretch of okay. the regular season.
1: Monday night, December 21st, best game of the entire season. The Cincinnati Bengals beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh's Pittsburgh lost their last three games in a row. Bengals won this 27-17,
0: and my gosh, was it a fantastic football game to watch. Somehow the Bengals and their third quarterback – Beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like Brady said. Three losses in a row ever since Washington broke them. Yeah.
1: Um how does an eleven how does an eleven and two team lose to two, two eight and one? Lose <laughs> to two ten and one. Uh yeah, it's just pretty crazy, isn't it? Juju Smith-Schuster also said that he's gonna stop dancing on their opponent's logos now, because every time they he's done that they've lost. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Ben Ben Roethlisberger also th- called a players only meeting yesterday or today or something to talk about what's going on there. But they look they look kind of broken at this point. They do. The offense is not good. Ben, honestly, he seriously needs to retire because the longer he keeps sticking around, that organization is extremely loyal to its players. He's only hurting them at this point. He can't move. He can barely throw. For Pete's sake, I mean.
1: That's I was gonna say. I feel like you know, I I wouldn't be that surprised if Pittsburgh took a QB in the draft. They should take one in the first round. They should.
0: And uh but but Pittsburgh just not looking good at all right now. I figured that this was their this was their one for one sure win out of the final three weeks of the season. Yeah, so I'm not sure what's gonna happen in the their next, next two games.
1: Their next two games are against the Colts and the Browns. The Which only, they can easily lose both. They could. I, I could see them beating the Colts, but I really couldn't see them beating the Browns. I don't know. What, can you imagine if they lose the last five games of the year? That would be phenomenal. That I would just, that would put the Browns at the number one spot in the AFC North. Can you
0: imagine going eleven and zero and then ending eleven and five? I know, right? And if the Browns win out, they'll be first in the AFC North. Yeah, that's unbelievable. But it's such an amazing. I mean, it was a fun game to watch too.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, the Bengals and good old veteran running back Gio Bernard, Giovanni Bernard, had a had a great game going against that Steelers defense. He was able to find just enough space to keep the chains moving, uh, which was pretty sweet. Yeah. Well, um, Well, that wraps up the week of games. Let's get into – let my page refresh here. League leaders through week 15. Let's start with quarterbacks and passing yards. Let's do it. Uh, leader of passing yards right now, Patrick Mahomes, 4,462 yards. Deshaun Watson, number two, with 4,134. Number three, our boy Matty Ice, Matt Ryan, with 4,016. Number four, MVP Josh Allen with 4,000 on the nose. Five, Tom Brady with 3,886. Wow, passing touchdowns. I love how Matt Ryan is hot garbage, but he's third in passing yards in the NFL. I
1: know, right? Um,
0: leader in touchdowns. A.A. Ron Rodgers with 40. <laughs> Two, Rusty Russ. Rusty Russ. With 37 touchdowns. Three is Patrick Mahomes with 36. Tom Brady, fourth with 32. Five, Ryan Tannehill, 31. Just because it's fun. Number six, MVP Josh Allen with 30.
1: MVP Allen.
0: Uh... Interceptions. Of course, this is the one you don't want to be. It's still Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz with 15. Kirk Is Cousins. a three way tie. Kirk Cousins is one of them. Three way tie for 13 interceptions. Drew Locke. Kirk Cousins. Do it. Rusty Russell Wilson. Five. Two way tie between Nick Mullins and Jared Goff with 12. Sweet. Let's get into receivers. Receivers. Let's talk yardage. Let's do it. There's only a 10. Yard difference between number one and number two.
1: That number one's DK Metcalf, number two, Hill.
0: Wrong on all fronts. Oh. Number one, DeAndre Hopkins with 1,324. Number two, Stefan Diggs, 1,314. Number three, Starscream, DK Metcalf, 1,223. Stop saying Megatron Jr. I'm going to keep saying He you. is not Megatron Jr. Yeah, he is. He's not a junior.
1: He yeah, is fine senior. <laughs>
0: number four. Tyreek Hill, 1,211. Number five, Calvin Ridley. Yes, Calvin. 1,192. Back in the top five. Bam, baby. Man, I'll tell you what, Sunday was his birthday and he went off. Yeah. Which was so much fun to see. Uh, Touchdowns. Number one, Tyreek Hill with 15 touchdowns, which is ridiculous. Number two, Devontae Adams with 14. Number three, Adam Thielen with 13. Number four, Mike Evans with 11. Two-way tie for number five, A.J. Brown. D.K. Metcalf with 10. D.K. Batman. Calvin Ridley is next with nine. Sweet. Let's take a look at rushing yards. Yards. Number one, Dump Truck Derrick Henry. Dump Truck Derrick. 1,679 yards. Number two, Dalvin Cook with 1,484. And then quite the drop-off going forward with rookie James Robinson with 1,070. Wow. Next is four, Aaron Jones with 968. Number five, Nick Chubb with 931. A.A. Ron Jones. It's pretty awesome. Uh, Touchdowns. Touchdowns. There is a two-way tie for first place between Dalvin Cook and Dump Truck Derrick Henry with 15 touchdowns. It's Dump
1: Truck Derrick, not Dump Truck Derrick Henry.
0: Whatever. Number three, Antonio Gibson, rookie, Washington. Didn't even play last week. Third with 11 touchdowns. Three-way tie for fourth. Between Kamara, Chubb, and Josh Jacobs, all 10 touchdowns. Sweet. It is sweet. You know what else is sweet? Players of the week. The players of the week. Just Wait waiting for, for my week. screen to reload. Uh, it was a pretty interesting week as we look, as I try to find these again, being that my screen had to refresh. Um. Yeah. I lost it. It's unfortunate. My gosh. Right as we're recording. (laughs) It's fine. You know, let's talk about something else that's fun, though. Football. Well, you mentioned earlier they announced the Pro Bowl lineups, rosters, right? Yep. Any players, you walked through that list quite a bit. We talked about it the one night when they released it. Any players you you can think of that deserve to be on there that – weren't even on there. I mean, let's... Calvin Ridley. I agree. 100%.
1: And... uh, DeAndre Hopkins is only on there because of one good play.
0: (laughs) Uh, Well, first of all, from Atlanta, Grady Jarrett made it. Definitely deserved. I think he's the second best defensive tackle in football.
1: So did Young-Way-Koo.
0: Young-Way-Koo, the best kicker in NFL football this season. Not Rod Rodrigo. Rodrigo's number two. Um, That's it. Yeah. There were, what what did I say it was, four or five teams that did not have a single. There were four teams. Four teams that did not have a single player in there. Um, All right, let's get, what do you want to start with, NFC or AFC? NFC. All right, players of the the week. week. NFC, special teams, player of the week, punter from the Seattle Seahawks, Michael Seahawk.
1: Seahawk. It's because he's I'm the, the
0: he's the only hawk that's there right now because he's the player of the week. But the Seattle Seahawks punter Michael Dixon, four punts. All four of them have were put inside the twenty, including a fifty seven yard bomber. Wow. NFC defensive player of the week linebacker stud from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Devin White. Twelve tackles. I I
1: like four,
0: Levanti, four tackle for loss, three sacks, two passes defended. He was all over. The Atlanta Falcons offense. NFC offensive player of the week quarterback from the Arizona Cardinals, Kyler Murray. 75% completion percentage, 406 yards, four touchdowns, passer rating of 127.8. That was wow. a great game by that boy right now there. Now on to the AFC. AFC Players of the Week. Special teams. Kansas City Chiefs punter Tommy Townsend. Six punts. Three of them inside the 20. Dude, listen to this. Was a 61-yard punt. Wow. By this long-haired punter for the Chiefs. Chefs. AFC Defensive Player of the Week. Defensive tackle. From the Indianapolis Colts, DeForest Buckner. Four tackles, three sacks, one forced fumble. What an amazing acquisition this was by the Colts in the offseason. Finally, AFC Offensive Player of the the Week, week. soon-to-be league MVP quarterback from the Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen. 70% completion percentage, 359 yards, four total touchdowns, 114.5 passer rating. That is the players of review the week. It's over. Um, crazy week, man, isn't it? Yeah. Tomorrow, we're going to talk week 16. It's also going to be Christmas Eve.
1: And our last episode of the 2020 for the Outlets Podcast.
0: Oh, it's not full. Isn't it? Ow. Oh, we got next week yet. Really? Yeah, until New Year's. New Year's Eve is going to be the last one. When's New Year's Eve? Next Thursday. Really? Yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> we got next, we got tomorrow, we got next Wednesday, next Thursday. Oh, yeah. We got three more episodes this year yet. Cool. Uh,
1: anyway, that is the week 15 review. Tomorrow, we will see you on Christmas Eve with the week 16 preview. Fantastical. Fantastical. I hope
0: you all have a great night. Thank you for listening to the All Blitz podcast. Appreciate all of you that join in here and hopefully you are having a happy and safe holiday kickoff with us and with your families yes and uh just be safe stay healthy as Brady always says stay healthy but uh yeah enjoy uh enjoy everything we'll be back here tomorrow to talk week 16 break it down stay safe stay healthy and And peace out all of us here
1: Merry Christmas and a crappy new year
0: (laughs) no hopefully it's a better new year (laughs) but Merry Christmas. And we will see you all tomorrow on Christmas Eve to talk week 16 from us here at the all blitz podcast.
1: Peace, Peace out.